0: Hello and welcome to this week's Key Voices, Conversations with Folk in and Around Education. I'm Caroline Doherty. Before we begin, I'd just like to remind listeners that this podcast is an opportunity to open up debate and discussion around issues. The views my guest and I are about to express are not the view of the key. For in-depth authoritative articles on the latest issues in education, check out thekeysupport.com. Today, I am delighted to be in Coventry um, at the offices of the Institute of School Business uh, Leadership to talk to Stephen Morales, uh, their CEO. Welcome, Stephen. Hi. (laughs) Uh, Stephen had um, a varied career in business and education, and for the last six years has been at the helm of ISBL and its predecessor organisation, NASBIM. So so Stephen, uh, can you you tell listeners who, who don't know a little bit more about what ISBL is? Um, and sort of where relevant, how it's how it's different from NASBUM.
1: Sure. Uh, well, but thank you for inviting me to participate in this, uh, in, this in this podcast and for the opportunity to talk about our work and indeed kind of more broader um, uh, system uh, considerations uh, post election, mm. uh, which is um, uh, quite quite interesting in its own way. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I th- I th- it's probably worth starting with uh, a little bit of history about the uh, about the the institute uh, and we probably need to go back as far as as 20 years uh, right. we, we go back to the days when uh, schools were first given uh, more administrative and financial um, autonomy mm. uh, so we're talking about uh, the gm days local management of schools which is when we started to see the first uh, the first community of, if you like, uh, bursars, as they were called, referred mm. to then, in the state sector. So they'd been, uh, you know, quite a uh, quite commonplace in the independent school sector, um, but uh, very rarely did you see a, a fully fledged kind of financial lead in a mm. state, uh, in a maintained um, environment. So uh, we started to see this, this 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 group of of new leaders, this new cadre of leaders, emerge in in the system in the in the late 80s early 90s um, bursars became school business managers probably uh, almost a decade later so mm. 1999 2000 into the new labour era uh, school business managers uh, were the new um, the new version of the bursa yeah um, and you know we saw the uh, new labour invest quite heavily in, um, in uh, referred to as workforce reform mm. you know, taking administrative burdens away from uh, pedagogical leaders head teachers in particular uh, and you know finance procurement HR kind of functions residing with that that, that new that new community um, while this was all going on the um, what was then the national Bursars Association um, emerged started as a quite a, a kind of um, informal gathering mm-hmm. of, of practitioners NBA um, as it was then was properly incorporated late 90s early 2000s and then as uh, things started to ramp up and there was a you know, significant investment in a school business management development program mm-hmm. through the National College in the mid2000s um, the, the National Burst Association transitioned into the National Association of School Business Management. I must emphasise mm. school business management rather than school business managers. Mm. Sometimes that's confused, it's subtle, mm. but it's important. Yeah. And I'll talk a little bit about why we've ended up with the Institute of School Business Leadership a little yeah. bit later on. Um, but again, quite subtle, but, but, but important. Um, and yes, yeah, so, so you know, if you like, there was this coexistence with the National College through the 2000s. Um, National College really focusing and majoring on professional development and mm. career pathways and qualifications and the national association if you like more of a representative body than a professional body and I think that's where the confusion Mm. started uh, in terms of you know what's the difference between us as a as a professional body uh, and a union yeah Uh, and 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 I think for for some years we were considered to be that representative voice Mm. uh, to be the organization that if you like, had the back of the school business management community Mm. um, in terms of paying conditions, in terms of um, uh, presence on the SLT, Mm. um, as well as doing some CPD uh, and and running conferences. Um, And whilst, of course, we support uh, support school business leaders uh, in their roles, and we absolutely... uh, recognizing the, the, the value of, of, of status and recognition mm. um, we're not a union yeah uh, and 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 as, and as a consequence when we when we when we conducted a review of the National Association of school business management in 2013 uh, it became very apparent that uh, we had a bit of an identity crisis, mm. um, and you know w- whilst the sector saw us as being useful, it was very difficult to get a very clear uh, um, yeah. articulation of what we what we were really about. So we addressed that quite early following the strategic review. we introduced professional standards. We did a real deep dive mm. into what does what does the profession look like. Uh, let's deconstruct all of the all of the component parts. Um, and let's describe what practice looks like at entry level, all the way through to to, to, to the most senior iterations of school business yeah, leadership.
0: Yeah, huge piece of work.
1: Huge piece <laughs> of work. Yeah, very, very significant piece of work, but but really important. And I think it was it was the the, the natural evolution from the competency framework mm. which the National College developed, which was uh, much more um, much more broad brush. It was mm. about leadership, about leadership competencies, it was about the journey from administrator to leader. Yeah. Important uh, in and of itself, uh, but the National College Competency Framework, which, by the way, we, we were co-authors of, um, didn't really get into the weeds of you know finance, HR, mm. procurement, infrastructure, marketing, all of those yeah. really you know technical activities. Um, and the Professional mm. Standards does. Mm. So we have that reference point. So Professional Standards Qualifications Board a portfolio of qualifications underpinned by the professional standards mm. overseen by the qualifications board, we're starting to look and feel a lot more like an institute than we yeah. are an association. So the the, the natural evolution mm. from, from, from that point on was, uh, you know, a change of status uh, and, and putting clue, clear blue water mm. between us as an institute, as a professional body yeah. and representative bodies, the unions uh, 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 and others. Um, and... You know just just really staking our claim mm. for for that part of the uh, uh, of, uh of i i guess system leadership yeah um and, and with the with the demise of the national college mm. it, it, you know the, the the case was even stronger yeah so in two thousand and seventeen we became you know, we were reincarnated yeah. if you like as as the, <laughs> as the as the institute of school business leadership
0: and i guess recognizing that alongside um all of the, all of that development that you were doing as an organisation, um, you have a, uh, you know a sector with more schools becoming academies, you know more complex, larger pools of, of, of funding sitting together, and you know even more evolution of, of what that that school business leadership role could be. Okay,
1: absolutely, and and, then, and that brings me back to, to to the to the comment I made um, earlier about uh, school business management and school mm. business leadership. So, um, the the institute. Uh, we believe it's our responsibility to preside over effective leadership, Mm. um, uh, effective business leadership within an education setting. So we we hope that we talk to a much broader constituent of of practitioners. Um, We certainly within our membership have everything from Finance officer, aspiring school business manager, all the way through to CEO. Mm. I mean, there aren't many examples of school yeah. business managers that have made that leap, but there are some. Mm. Uh, there are certainly quite a few that are at a sort of COO, deputy CEO mm. level, um, and that executive community is growing mm. almost uh, by the day. Um, but but beyond that, we hope we're talking to. We, 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 we hope that what we do is relevant to. To trustees, to governors, to um, aspiring CEOs mm. who are currently head teachers, uh, you know, yeah. I think they could do a lot worse on their journey from uh, local head teacher to executive leader than lean into some of the work that we that we do. And I'm yeah. encouraging the other um, education leaders to uh, to think carefully about how we cross fertilise. So how mm. we take the the work that we're doing. And offer it as as as, as modules within um, uh, executive leadership and, and, and headship pathways. Mm. And likewise, we would like to take content that exists yeah. for head teachers uh, and and use that for some of our pathways as well. So that so that we've got this what I refer mm. to as a properly joined up leadership where pedagogy, business, and governance are talking seamlessly yeah. together in an integrated way, not operating in these in these pockets or these silos.
0: Yeah, and, and as you say, whether whether or not it's um, uh, those those with more of an educational responsibility um, actually completing pl- completing those modules themselves, or or, or they have to, to, to do operations that, that, that involve them, or just having a better understanding of what. School school business leadership should look like could look like if you're recruiting or working with those people or uh, assessing them, evaluating it, all those sorts of things. You need to understand uh, I, I, it, don't
1: absolutely. You? So, so you know, if 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 we don't have a reference point, mm. um, and if and if the if there isn't a, at least a broad understanding, um, it's very difficult for. So, if, if you're a chief executive or the chair of a of, of, a, of a trust, mm. and you're presented with all sorts of data and uh, information from your CFO, from your FD, from your school business manager, uh, and you can't properly engage with that, mm. um, it's very difficult to uh, to present the correct level of challenge. Mm. It's also very difficult, if you don't, you know, ha- again, have at least a broad understanding, to develop your, your mm. teams. So if you're a chief executive, you've got a good HR lead, and you've got a good CFO, good FD, how are you developing those the, mm. those teams? How how are you? What's yeah? What's your reference point in terms of their effectiveness? Mm. Um, so, you know, we've, we've we've got to have an understanding of each other's worlds yeah. in order to be properly in order to be properly properly effective.
0: Yeah, and, and and we we touched on the standards just just briefly um, at the beginning there, but. I feel you know, as an observer of your organization for a number of years and and like to say friend, um, Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know the standards really brought about a you know big change in in the, in the organization and way of of thinking about things. But what would you say is the sort of the biggest difference that they made when they were introduced, and also when you've kind of refreshed them?
1: so, so I mean, I think that what the way they've been most helpful mm-hmm. is, is a reference point. Yeah. So, um, school business leadership
0: mm-hmm. kind
1: of um, has has forged its own path as yeah. it way as it were. And there weren't, you know, interestingly, if you look at the national college development programs and the authors of those programs, it's quite interesting that it was head teachers mm. and academics yeah. that wrote those programs it wasn't really, it hasn't until mm. m- more recently, it's not school yeah. business leaders that have, that have written those programs, the difference between that 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 legacy approach and the standards was the standards were written by stakeholders they were mm. written by practitioners yeah. sector led, uh, practitioner led activity um, validated and tested by organisations like SIPFA, yeah. like CIPD and the DFE mm. and others. So um, you know, we 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 did we did make sure that there was proper triangulation in terms mm. of the, the the opinion that was that was offered to us. But it was frontline practitioners yeah. essentially that 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 helped to develop those standards um, using their own mm. you know, their, their own uh, extensive experience. Um, so. I think I think where, where standards have really been a game changer is that we now have a, a, a sense of of what uh, of what good and outstanding looks mm. like um, in each of the areas, uh, and we know what good and outstanding looks like mm. at the various levels. Yeah. So, so somebody, I mean, broadly, the, the four tiers that we talk about in professional standards go from contributing to a function. Supervising a function, mm. managing a function, and strategically leading a function yeah. at level level four. Uh, so, so, so things ramp up, and levels of accountability, and planning, and strategic mm. thinking. Obviously, as you move up that continuum, you know, become become more, more important. You know, at the very lowest end, if you like, uh, it's more about it's more about rolling your sleeves up and yeah. doing the job, and yeah. you know, uh, being compliant. Mm. Um, but but for, yeah, for me, it's it's that reference point. It's yeah. that clear. Uh, okay, uh, we talk about five elements, mm-hmm. and if you include supporting uh, leading support services, which yeah. is the kind of more general area, there are six, and uh, we recognise that the practitioners are going to have more experience or expertise yeah. in one or two areas, and not so much in others. Mm. Um, but it helps you as a practitioner to, to, to say, well, actually, not just as a practitioner, as a school, actually, or mm. as a trust, to say, we're really strong here, but we're quite yeah. vulnerable here, uh, we've got work to be done in this yeah. area, uh, but actually, we're quite quite mature in this space. Do we outsource? Do we upskill? Mm. Do we recruit? You know, it, it's helpful, yeah. and I think that's that that's the real difference that mm. the, the, the standards have made.
0: Yeah, that real kind of definition as yeah. to as to what the, the role is. Um, uh, Quite a lot of, um, you know, what I see when I talk to school business managers is um, it it can be hard sometimes for them to communicate with, say, governing bodies or other SLT colleagues. There's this kind of perception that they're coming at it from the business Mm -hmm. side of things. let, let's hope that we've got some school leaders uh, listening. What would be the the one thing that you'd want them to understand about the role of the school business professional? If you just had a chance to tell well, them, well, it's difficult to say, <laughs> say, say just 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 okay. just just just, you can have more than one. just
1: just one thing. I mean, I guess the one thing yeah. that, that's really important is um, we've got to make sure that the right people are around the table all mm. the time. So. Excluding school business leaders mm. from SLT conversations is a disaster. Yeah. Uh, and um, I, I actually spent some time um, before Christmas, so between September and Christmas, uh, travelling around the country talking to school business mm. leaders in, in situ. Uh, I met with quite a few regional leaders as well. Um, and a problem that I thought had gone away, mm. or, or, or in the main had gone away, uh, appears still to be a problem, and that's um, SLT uh, school business leader involvement mm. in SLT. Yeah, uh, I, I don't understand. It. I really don't, and I, and I appeal to, to any head teacher that's yeah. listening to this to, to tell me why uh, why they're reluctant to mm. have their school business professional involved in the strategic yeah. leadership conversation. I recognise that there may be occasions when um, it's not the best use of. Mm. Uh, of, 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 of uh, of the school business leaders' time, or it may be that, that, that it's quite a nuanced conversation. Mm. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I think there are. Less. But it sort of begets itself, doesn't it, if people say, oh, the, you know, this is all about the education stuff. I've got other things I need to be doing. Or they go, yeah, I don't see how this would be relevant to you. If you need to do something else, off you go. Where it's trying to be kind of mindful of people's workload, but actually, the less of that stuff that you know about, the less you can contribute. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a flawed argument com- mm. com- completely. Um, I, I think when, when 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 there's a conversation about about school improvement, when there's mm. a conversation about uh, people performance, uh, when there's a conversation about data, when there's a conversation about um, uh, facilities, mm. resource allocation, uh, talent deployment, yeah. absolutely the school business leader, leader needs to be involved in that because there are yeah. resource and financial implications. Mm. All the yeah. time, there could be, for example, a conversation about the the way that the theatre is going to mm. be uh, configured for a particular production mm. that, that, that 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 requires some SLT members and doesn't necessarily require the school business leader yeah. in there. Um, even then, there's probably a resource yeah. implication. I feel like they're yeah. probably there yeah. moving <laughs> the chairs sometimes. <laughs> but, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think I think the the, the rather than. We'll invite you to the SLT when we think it's appropriate. Mm. I think it should be the other way round. Yeah. Uh, when, when, when we agree, when we mutually mm. agree that there's no benefit from you attending this, yeah. This meeting, so not the head teacher yeah. or the other members of the SLT saying we're going to exclude you, but um, yeah. a conversation with the school business leader. Do you think you can add value to this conversation? Mm. Um, uh, only under those circumstances should they be, uh, yeah. Not, 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 in, not included. So you know. I think the default should be always involved mm. in strategic leadership conversations, always in yeah. attendance of SLT meetings, probably always in attendance of well certainly audit committee finance mm. meetings at a board level. Um and one could argue, you know if you really want a, a kind of rounded view of, 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 of what's going on, mm. then and even if you're not participating as an observer, you, you should be able to attend full board meetings as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I can't see there being any downside. Mm. So um, so that that that's yeah. the, that, I guess the, the the most important thing. But I mean, I have talked a lot recently about um, about language mm. uh, and about tone, and um, and it cuts cuts both ways. So. Um, uh, finance professionals can use language that alienates pedagogical leaders pedagogical mm. leaders can use language that alienates finance yeah. professionals governors and trustees depends on their background yeah. could be alienated by both of, gonna those say. Com- <laughs> both of those conversations so we need yeah. to find we need to find um, a, a, a common um, a common language, if yeah. you like, um, albeit that it's English in yeah. theory, um, that, that 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 we understand, yeah. so that we can engage in each other's worlds, um, and then we can make properly informed yeah. dis- decisions.
0: And then it's sometimes reading reading into that that language and vocabulary an intention that isn't there. And just because you know you have to yeah. talk about numbers, doesn't mean that you don't care about children. Mm.
1: No, no, I, I yeah. I'm absolutely right. So so as a fine you know my, my message to, to to FDs is is if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to share data on mm. integrated integrated critical financial planning for example then then make sure that you have first um, introduced the trustees to the concepts. Yeah. So what what does this mean? Yeah. Why are we doing it? Um, um what are the what are the high level mm. um, indicators? Um, where do they come from? Yes. So it's all, all, all very well saying, oh, there's, a, there's, there's 10 metrics, 10, ten, ten um, uh, data sets, if you like, that will that will give you an indication mm. of where you are in terms of national benchmarking um, related to ICFP. Mm. But if you don't understand where those numbers are coming from, yeah. um, then, you know, the, 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 the answer, you know, to, to shrug your shoulders and say, so what, it's probably just legitimate. So it's it's finding... A, a way to to distill and disseminate in mm. a way that that that, that makes sense mm. uh, and then can lead to to um to valuable contributions or challenges yeah. likewise if you're going to share information on pupil attainment um again you've got to you've got to mm. find a way of, of getting that across so it's meaningful yeah um and uh you know if there are resource implications how do you take pupil data and translate that into resource mm, needs yeah
0: um,
1: um uh, so yeah it's finding that it's finding that, mm. co- that common ground and making sure that everybody's part of the conversation right, um, yeah. and not you know not having the head teacher and the and the uh, uh, and the uh, timetabling lead squirreled away designing the, the the curriculum in a silo and then coming out of the room and saying we need two million quid yeah mm. yeah uh, mm. it, it should be all, you know we've only got 1.8 million, um, how do we square the circle? Mm. Where are the priorities? Uh, how are we gonna de- deploy this, you know, all of mm.
0: that. And just coming on to the um, integrated curriculum financial planning, um, obviously you've been doing a lot of, of training school business professionals mm. on, on the principles and, 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 and how to, to, to actually do it. Um, what's been your your sense of, about how that's going down, how it's being taken up, how are those, are those conversations happening with the head teachers?
1: Yeah, I mean it's early, day, it's early days, and, and and I think you know the the brief that we had was um, uh, from 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 the department was we, mm. we we need to get we need to get ICFP and the concepts of ICFP out to as many mm. practitioners as we can. So that's yeah. that, that that that's that's school business leaders, that's head teachers, that's heads of department, trustees where possible. And it needs to be pitched at a level, which which means that those those groups, those broad groups, mm. can engage. And, and I think we've done that successfully. Yeah. What we're finding now is that people are saying we want more. Mm. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Uh, and we, we, we've done the kind of high level stuff, and we can see how this is how this can add uh, real value and perhaps even mm. be you know very transform transformative for our institutions um, but it's now how do we go further yeah um, so that's the next challenge for us um but no i mean I, I, you know we we were we were oversubscribed kind of mm. from the off as soon as we pressed the button it, it, just, it just went it just went bonkers um,
0: and it's there's still 90 days for folk to sign up yeah, for the training the, the, Is my understanding and it's free and it's free it's <laughs> i'll just plug this for yeah, you it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, uh, <laughs> I, absolutely i'm yeah i'm yeah. not
1: the uh not the best salesperson. <laughs> Other people in the, the organisation do a much better job of of that than I ever would. But no, um, you, you're right. There, there's 90 days to go. It's free. It's 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 something that that uh, the department are very uh, keen on. Lord Agnew in particular um, is very passionate about this. Um, my sense is that there will be another round, mm-hmm. um, and there may be another round which involves a bit more of a deeper dive. Okay. Um, um, uh, Yet to be yeah. uh, to, to, to be confirmed whether we'll be involved in in delivering that or, or other organisations, it kind of doesn't matter yeah. in terms of in terms of you know the, the impact on the, on the system. The, the important thing that we're getting out there yeah.
0: and the initial training's web based, isn't it? It's web based, yeah. 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 yeah, so quite easy for people to fit in around yeah. the commitments. Yeah, yeah. I, mean,
1: I mean, so there, so there's there's the there's the, there's the offer through uh, through the department contract, mm-hmm. which which is free, and the web based training. Um, we have our own uh, ICFP tool, it's called mm-hmm. iSOT, um, and um, colleagues are, uh, uh, of course, welcome to, to approach us. Uh, we can give them um, more information, a demonstration, and, uh, um, and then they can either buy the tool and some uh, additional support, um, or they can just decide they, that they'll buy the tool and, mm. and, and, and have a go themselves. So yeah. there, there's, there's all sorts of, all sorts of options.
0: And you've also worked with the department on um, uh, the school, I-, I need to get this in the right order, yeah. School Resource Management Advisor Programme? That's, that's it, <laughs> that's the one, yep. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, obviously there have been some more negative reports from the initial um, cohort, but kind of what's your what's your sense about what's been successful there? I personally experienced um, an advisor coming to my school yeah. and sharing some fresh thinking of, you know, a group of of well-meaning governors, and I count myself as one of them, who've looked at the at finances relatively statically mm. for quite a long time, and to somebody come in with a fresh approach and say, well, have you thought about this, and why exactly are you spending so much on that? And just as an intellectual exercise, and then hopefully seeing some action from it, I personally found it really useful. Yeah, I, I think where the, the, the controversies come from is that, so, so we entered...
1: We Let me go back a little mm. bit again, sorry. So, so I approached... Lord Nash uh, some two years ago now, maybe maybe even a little bit more than that maybe two and a half years ago, and I said, um, we have national leaders of education, national leaders of governance we don 't have national leaders of school business uh, mm. school business, and uh, there are very talented individuals out there that, that could be mm. uh, that we could identify and could be used to help the system." Mm um and it's a shame that we can't offer that designation um, yeah. to those talented individuals and i said we could use fellowship as a proxy or mm. we could you know we could develop some other criteria and um, lord nash uh, you know was encouraged by what i said and uh, passed that on to mm. uh, some senior officials and it started a dialogue and we yeah. ended up uh, over the course of probably another year uh, talking about how we could deploy School business leaders into the in, into the system to to help in the in the mm. first instance vulnerable multi academy trusts, and so was born what was called the school efficiency advisor. Mm. And there was a pilot that was run, and it was very successful. Uh, and so the uh, the department then put out a tender for mm. school resource management advisors. And we moved away from the word efficiency because that had connotations of of cost yeah. cutting. Uh, you know, slashing, you know, all, mm-hmm. all of this kind of stuff, and that was never the intention. And we certainly entered into this in the spirit of uh, sector for the sector, practitioner-led yeah. um, advice and a conversation. Mm. So
0: it's recommendations that people can act on uh, or not as abso- they ab- absolutely. want to. Yeah.
1: So, so the first the first round was very much let's look at the most vulnerable tr- trust that are most vulnerable financially, and let's let's deploy. These advisors into mm. these trusts uh, to have a look at what's going on, have a conversation yeah. with the uh, with the finance lead, with the chair, with mm. the CEO, uh, and then you know it's it's within the gift of the trust to um, to take on board all of the recommendations, mm. some of them or ignore them all. Yeah. Now you know, to ignore them all and then find yourself in real financial. Hot water. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the department are likely to take a quite a dim, dim yeah. view, it, it, unless you've you've said well, actually I like your recommendations, but actually we're going in a different direction, yeah. and that's going to lead to to improvement. But do mm. nothing and continue to go yeah. uh, the wrong way. You know, yeah. Yeah. No, no surprise that you, you're going to be uh, criticised. Um, where the criticisms come from is that. Um, it has been interpreted in some quarters mm. as a, and I think we were characterised by Schools Week as the army, uh, Lord Agnew's army of cost cutters, <laughs> which was uh, an unfo- unfortunate mm. description because we, we certainly didn't enter into this in that spirit at all. Um, and some of the uh, findings within the reports uh, have been misquoted as well, mm. so you know, headlines have been taken and uh, a spin has been put on that yeah. headline. and 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 actually you know in the majority um uh, once the context of those recommendations mm. has been uh, has been fully exposed then that they're, they're reasonable the reasonable yeah. su- suggestions um I, I can't i can't say that in every single instance mm. um the the relationship between the advisor and the uh, and the recipient of the of the visit has been
0: you know, mm uh well understandably it's a challenging yeah. conversation to be had' that's, that, yeah that, that, that,
1: that's right um um but i think even in those more prickly scenarios um once the once the dialogue has taken place mm. beyond the rapport um and there's you know both parties reach an understanding um whilst the trust may be inclined to do something different that th- there's at least an understanding of yeah. what a recommendation uh, rec- recommendation was made and you know i, I think anybody uh, is a little bit uncomfortable having their homework marked i yeah. mean that's yeah. just the nature of it but but I think the important thing to say that this is not an inspection yeah um and there isn't a judgment at the end of it so so uh, any 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 notion of that is is, mm. is, is wrong um I think it should be seen in the spirit of there's an opportunity to to improve mm. um, and, and we'll listen to some some um, uh, some very experienced frontline practitioners. and as you described yeah. earlier, there may be there may be um, different ways, mm. to, uh, alternative approaches that may be worth considering. Yeah. And I think that's a great thing. isn't
0: it? there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, And bearing in mind that we are at the beginning of a kind of a new year and Mm. a new decade, what do you think the next, um, well, short-term and long-term, I guess, predictions for school business professionals?
1: So I talk about three flavours of Mm. leadership. Um, uh, And those three flavours include um, the generalist, Mm the specialist and the executive. Um, and you could interchange them, you could. Mm-hmm. So so, that, so there will be executive generalists, so a COO really is an executive generalist. Yeah. Um, uh, an accountant working in a standalone setting is a uh, local specialist. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have obviously the FD, CFO, COO, mm-hmm. across, across a trust. Um, and I also think that it's important to recognise that whilst trusts are doing some rationalisation mm. work and are taking quite a lot into the centre um, through, uh, you know, through, through a kind of central services mm. model, um, there is a role, an important role for the local school mm. business support person. Yeah. Uh, what I think we have to be honest and recognise is that if you're operating in a multi-academy trust context and you're the local practitioner, and there is an executive mm. la- layer above you, you're not gonna have the same level of autonomy that you used to enjoy yeah. it as a standalone. You're almost certainly not gonna be paid mm. at the same rate mm. as the, the the FD, the CFO, the CRO. Yeah. And in terms of participation at a strategic level, there may be a local SLT which you're part of, mm. but you're probably unlikely to be part of the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the yeah. overarching Executive leadership team. So I think we need to be honest about that. Mm. Now I think for the, for the for the for the sector, it's it's about it's about choices and about mm. your your career ambition. Where where do you want to go next? So mm. are you are you happy and comfortable in your local mm. generalist role? There's probably a role for you, mm-hmm. but recognise that it might yeah. be recalibrated slightly, and some things will go to the centre. Mm. Um, are you inclined to specialise? So, yeah. do you have a particular leaning to HR, finance, mm. or procurement? Have you got the qualifications to make the claim for those yeah. specialist roles? Uh, and if you have them, what do you need to do mm-hmm. to get there? Um, or are you ready to make ready to make that leap from uh, mm. from from a local environment to a, an executive function across a across a group of schools? And then you've got to look at your portfolio of qualifications mm. and experience and recognise that you're going to have to make a, a compelling case yeah. to the board in order to secure that that, mm. that role. Um, my sense, given the majority that the Conservatives have got, that they will push on at pace with mm. their uh, agenda, and whilst there was, if you like, um, not a road back, but certainly the brakes were on from about... 2015, 2016, mm. so the, 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 the Nicky Morgan yeah. uh, U-turn
0: kind yeah. of The Nicky yeah. Morgan
1: white paper was kind of bold mm. full of academisation Justin Greening, things starts to soften Damien mm. Hind really, nothing was moving, yeah. he was quite keen on a kind of mixed economy of schools mm. you know they all have their place and so forth um, but the early rhetoric from the um, from Gavin Williamson suggests that he uh, he's a real fan of of academization Mm. uh, free schools and so forth so I I can see a continued push for for for, for multi-academy trusts and uh, at a further acceleration, and in that environment, mm. I think we've got to be realistic that those three flavours will will, will, will will play out. Yeah. I think there's more opportunity now yeah. uh, for school business leaders than there ever has been. The the, yeah. the glass ceiling has gone. Yeah. So you know, absolutely, if you if yeah. you have the wherewithal, the commitment, the ambition, the enthusiasm, the drive to become the next uh, the next COO, the next CEO, mm-hmm. then then you yeah. can do it. Yeah. You can absolutely do it. Um, and, th- and there's no reason why uh, why you shouldn't aspire to do so. Um, th- there are going to be some really interesting roles mm. emerging. That yep. al- already there are. I mean, yeah. it, you know, we can talk about finance, HR, procurement in a kind of traditional executive roles in in, in mats, but there are things like um, new business and um, professional development and uh, trust growth yeah. uh, as, as as unique roles, which mm. which I know mem- our members are are fulfilling now really exciting yeah um and then um you know at a lo- at a local level that there, there is a role there's an important role it's different yeah it, it's critical to the local head teacher um but i i, I think you've, you, you've got yeah. to choose what your flavor is and and, yeah. and then and the, the amount that you're prepared to commit
0: and as you say the the opportunity and the clarity there is is exciting yes uh, you know as a as an evol- as a continually evolving uh, profession yes. it's it's you know exciting to see what the the next chapter is going to look like and i always always say if i if i had my my time and my training and i was a bit better at maths <laughs> yes. it's a career that i just think you know as you say there are so many different aspects to it so many different avenues uh, for people to explore and a, and a, and a real mix of skills it's and good. such an important role. Oh, it's, it's, the it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful yeah.
1: career. I mean, I, in my time, I have worked um, for uh, a local authority. I used to run leisure facilities for a local mm-hmm. authority. I moved uh, from that position uh, into an investment bank doing quality assurance, and I took mm-hmm. my quality assurance experience in a in a local authority context into an investment bank. Um, and uh and then I found myself in the uh in, in the school business leadership world actually in an international context mm. um, but of all the roles that i've had it, it has been the most rewarding mm. uh it, it it to an extent you have enormous amount of autonomy mm. yeah, that there is a, a kind of blank canvas because you 're mm. quite quite a unique individual in normally in your, in your setting uh, and, and the ability to uh, to have a massive impact yeah. is, is, is enormous, um, and yes, it's it, it's busy, it's it's diverse, it's challenging. You never know no one day is the same as the other, um, and you know you're, you're lent on mm. a lot, mm. um, but it's incredibly rewarding. I mean, what, what 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 better output could there be than the the the, the, the life mm. chances of, of of children? I mean, it's it's great, exactly. and I actually spoke to undergraduates at Manchester University. Um, Uh, Last year, uh, they they're introducing interestingly a module in their leisure and tourism degree uh, on school business leadership because they recognise that uh, you know facilities management, um, hotel and catering, leisure management, Mm. and school business leadership. There's quite a lot of synergy. Mm. Um, And and talking to talking to undergraduates and and saying you know asking them what their perception of the school business manager was. Well, first of all, they Interestingly, almost all of them didn't know what that mm. was. Um, but then, when you kind of unpick um, or, or try to get to the bottom of of what they how they mm. f- see schools being run, um, their mind takes them to the uh, to the receptionist or the office mm. manager. A- a- and I and I was trying to demystify that mm. and say, actually, this is a really really exciting job. It's mm. a really strategic role. Um, you know, there's parity with the deputy head. Mm. Um, you know, you're the you're the right hand woman man to the to yeah. the teacher, um, and then and then you could see the the, the, mm. the their eyes widening and yeah. saying, "Well, actually, no, this is this is really quite interesting." Yeah. Uh, so, so I think there's a there's, there's a piece of work to be done. I'm, I'm going to start encouraging, I'm going to start to encourage school business leaders to stand up in assembly and mm. talk to their pupils about what they do. Because if we get all school business leaders across the system to talk mm. to their pupils, all school, all pupils yeah. in the country will know what the role's about. Yeah. And there's, there's your pipeline.
0: Mm-hmm. Exciting times, definitely, for the profession. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, for sharing your thoughts with us today. And thank you very much for listening. Key Voices is produced by The Key, giving education leaders the knowledge to act. Members of The Key for School leaders can access hundreds of articles on the latest issues in education at thekeysupport.com. And please tell us what you think of the podcast. Rate, review and subscribe or email me at caroline.doherty at thekeysupport.com with your thoughts and suggestions.